Hey everybody and welcome to Off My Chest. I'm your host, Twice World. I am so tired, y'all. I was not expecting to have Josiah this weekend. It's supposed to be at least every other weekend his dad has him, but that can be a later topic at another time, but definitely not going to stop me from having a great weekend still. Ended up taking him to the skating rink last night. You know, going skating is one of our favorite things to do, but I always seem to forget how much exercise it really is. You get so caught up into it and the DJ was on point and I, next thing you know, I guess I got a two hour workout and my legs were feeling it the next morning, but kids are so funny. Um, my son actually saw a few people doing tricks and stuff in the middle and he was like, bit and next thing you know he like damn near sprints and he tries legit break dancing in the middle you know that that dance move where it's like the clock where you take one leg and you drag it around the other leg um yeah that's what he was doing and (laughs) that's actually the only move he knows (laughs) but um it it was giving energy nonetheless it was giving energy so i'll give it to him but Definitely my child to say the least, because he is a selective introvert. He was just right next beside me. But as soon as his his song came on, he saw them dance. He was like, it's my time to shine, Ben. So, yeah. And then um, today we went to the park, planted some seeds in our little garden this afternoon. So overall, very successful weekend. I love it. Tired, but I love it. I love it. Okay, so this episode is, are you able to have friends of the opposite sex while you're in a relationship. This question was brought to me by my girlfriends, Lady S and Juicy. And personally, I feel like people have hidden agendas, but I also have a solid guy best friend that I've had since childhood and we don't see each other in that sort of way. And we've even both agreed that it would be weird and even gross if I must say, because we don't see each other like that. But I don't know, I think there's a lot of variables that play a part into it. But one thing for sure, is there cannot be any double standards on one side. I think that's just true. That is like solid ground territory right there. Like the number one rule, no double standard, no double standards on either side. Um, so don't have expectations unless you follow those same boundaries yourself and no ego boosts allowed. You know, that's a term that I've started saying to describe some folks that keep others around that they know they'll never be with, but they make them feel good to like flirt with, hype them up. You don't need that. You know, like if you're going to be with somebody, they should be your ego boost. Why you need other people to do that? None of that shit. Um, but Lady S and Juicy, are, they're both married, okay? And I asked them, is it different when you're married? And their responses were, friends of the opposite sex need to be discussed before you're married. In fact, they were really adamant that as soon as you get in a committed relationship, it's a conversation to have and to see how each of you feel about setting those boundaries in the beginning. You do not want to wait to have the conversation um, because you don't want to have devoted yourself or made vows to someone and you find out your partner doesn't even plan on cutting people off that they sh- that they know they should or better yet that they don't even see things the same way you do you know being married doesn't mean those quote unquote friends care about the fact that you got a ring on their finger they don't care um Lady S said she has had male friends she's been friends with since she was younger and she's viewed to them as a sister. And y'all don't know Lady S, but she is beautiful and juicy is too. But I mean, all my girlfriends, they, they, they are beautiful, but she is beautiful and she got a body. Okay. She got a body and she is fine and I'm not even gay, but, but. <laughs> and I, and I called her out and I said, but girl, you're too fine though. Do you think 
do you think being attractive plays a part in it? And if it's just a matter of then not having an opportunity, so they just settled for the friend zone. And she was real quick to say, she didn't even, she, she was quick with it. She said, no, it's maturity. If, if I knew there would be any doubts, I wouldn't have kept the friendship. I know I am viewed to them as a sister and I, and I don't think me being attractive plays a part in it because I was never pursued by them even before I met my husband. So that's a, that's, that's all a valid point. I couldn't, I couldn't argue with that. Um, and I guess some of us, I, I guess I was really just speaking from a point that I feel as though a lot of people in general would feel insecure if said friend is attractive, right? You would automatically assume like, why haven't you? <laughs> if, if you, intro- I mean, I know for me, if you introduce me to one of your girls that are your friends and I see she hot as hell, I'm gonna be like, but why not? <laughs> You know, I'm not even gay. I mean, but we just stay in the obvious, you know, so, but I, I guess it just comes to it. I mean, you just, if you've just, if you've been friends with somebody for so long, especially in adolescence, before you even got into all that, you, I, it'd be the same in my situation. You would just feel like it would be gross. So you, you can't, <laughs> no double standards, no double standards. Um, And not even that, but how many people have cheated on somebody and we've been like with with that with what he or she cheated with with what with who and that's because i truly believe people start cheating emotionally and then it progresses because people they just don't fall into the situation and be like oh it just happened you know no the the cheating sexually doesn't just happen you know chances are they build up leading to that conversation and action so me and my married friends you know, I'm not married, but I like having friends that are married. All my friends are different, okay? They're all different. And not even that though, but all my friends range from from 30 all the way up to like 55, y'all. Like I get along with everybody. I just feel as though if you're real, I, it doesn't matter. Age doesn't play a difference to maturity in my opinion. So me and my married friends, we discussed it and it came up when we came up with some ground rules when it comes to friends and relationships. Rule one. You cannot continue friendship with people you have had sex with or tried to be involved with romantically. That is a failed attempt, y'all. And what I like to call as an easy backup plan, because like I said, people have agendas and agendas and chances are if someone hasn't cut tie, hasn't cut those ties. They they obviously haven't severed them for a reason. Um, and rule two is no new friends. The grandfathered in rule applies to the old ones, but there's no reason why you need to be going out here making new friends. We make, make, make friends together. Those are our friends, but you making new friends of the opposite sex, I think is suspect. And I think a lot of other people would view that as suspect because I don't know. I just, we already have enough friends, <laughs> but, and, um, I don't know if, if other people have additional rules, but I'm all ears. I think it's an interesting topic. I know somebody had elaborated on the fact that people have work relationships, you know, like, um, like they have work girlfriends, work boyfriends. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, I don't play that. 
no, no, don't play with people's emotions like that. Like, no, because if you wouldn't want your partner doing that same thing, whatever it is that you're doing, if you wouldn't want them doing it, stop playing with them like that. But I've been in a position where I thought a guy was my friend, but as soon as I got in a relationship, he started acting real weird, started complimenting me, you know, and I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? You know, this is weird. And, but I've also had, I think the issue that I've had the most is with the guy. Um, the guy that I would be talking to because I've had several situations, not just one, several situations where the guy I was talking to was in a position where he would have multiple women start professing their love to him after we would get together. And it would get to the point to where I remember one of the guys even apologized to me. And he was like, look, I'll be honest. I have been friend zoned by all of these women for so long. And now this is weird. They're acting like they like me. So he ended up blocking all of them. But that happens a lot. I think it it's because if you've been single for so long, others take you for granted. You know, like once they see you're in a committed relationship and they no longer have that accessibility to you. And not only that, they see how well you treat the the person you're with romantically. Ooh, they, ugh, they want that. They do. They want that. So my future man, if you're hearing this. You better get those boundaries ready. I'm kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not even going to say I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Um, I think when you've been single for so long, you don't have those boundaries because you're single. You know, you're mingling or whatever. And But at the end of the day, whoever you're with you need and, and you commit with, you need to be able to have that trust that they will not have those double standards. They will not be using you as a placeholder. And not only that, but they, they will be able to cut people off. They know that they should. I think that's the most important. And not only that, but when you get into the point where you're in a relationship, I shouldn't have to tell you what to do. Okay. So if you start feeling as though you have to tell the person that you're going to be with what to do or how to treat you, that's a red flag in my opinion. You know, like if you have to tell somebody that they sh- who, sh- who they should be cutting off, that's 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 a big indicator. Like, mm, why are they so important to you? Why do you want to keep them around? You know, why are you so invested? Those are all valid, valid questions. You know, have the conversation. I, I just think it leads to sneakiness. And you don't want that, especially if you're in it for the right intentions. They should be, too. So thanks, Lady S and Juicy. I love uh, their their ultimate advice is discuss it so you know somebody is on the same page with you. Nobody needs to waste their time. And not only that, communication is one of the healthy foundations to any relationship. Do you have anything you'd like to get off your chest? I would love to hear it. You can send your submissions through Instagram at Off My Chest the Podcast or email at Off My Chest the Podcast at gmail.com. As always, stay safe, stay blessed. Yeah.